0: So, it had to happen, it's the sex episode. Recording this pretty much tipped me over the edge for the following two days. And, as we all know, if I had a terrible experience with this episode, then everyone else listening to it will have a similarly terrible experience. So please be warned, if you are likely to get upset by hearing sex facts about dolphins and penguins, or any references to sex at all, this episode is not for you. Welcome to Nothing to See Here with Darren and Stephen, a conversation between two quite brilliant minds. Episode 6, The Sex Episode. On. Sorry? Put your clothes on.
1: What do you mean? Just put a shirt on. I mean, I thought this this is what you wanted. What do you mean, this is what I wanted? Well, I thought you, when you sent me the text earlier on in the week. Which said? Uh, about kind of sexing it up a bit. I've worked in this industry long enough to know, you know, when somebody is, you know, asking for a bit of nakedness, a bit of sex, down put some clothes on. I can read. <laughs> I can read between the lines. I've worked in this industry long enough. I have been to some dodgy enough castings over the years with male and female casting directors who have asked me to get my clothes off. So when somebody tells me that something I'm involved in needs taken to the next level or sexing up, I'm giving you what you asked for. What what I, I'm not comfortable with it. Um, I thought what we were creating was, you know, I thought it was well on its way to being more than good enough. But no, apparently uh, strap-ons are, are what you're after. I, I'm not carrying this on until you put some clothes on it. Put a shirt on. Do you want? So there's very mixed messages going on here. What is it that you want? Do you want more sex, less sex? What do you want? <laughs> I can't. I can't deal with with these mixed messages. It's like you you come towards me, we get more intimate. It's like we build an attachment and then you run away. It's forwards, backwards, forwards, backwards. I think that isn't that disorganised, or is it ambivalent, or is it avoidant? I don't know what's going on with your attachment style, Stephen. But it's tricky. All these mixed messages. I imagine it's avoidant. I thought this was what you. I thought I was trying to please you. I thought I was trying to. I was trying to do what you asked me to do. say sex it up? I said we need to discuss things. I didn't say it needs sexing up. I hate that expression. Well.
0: Why did you use it then? Put some clothes on. Put a nice T-shirt on. Stop looking so smug.
1: <laughs> oh, I can't even go there. What? What? Go? Go where? What's happening here? I'm trying to put my T-shirt on. Can't find it now. Oh, there it is. It's not particularly funny on a on an audio podcast, but it's happening. I'm <laughs> I'm yet again in this podcast. I try to bring some content. I try to bring some art. And yet again, I am rejected, it's slapped down, I'm crushed. I just wanted you to put it on the fridge. That's all I wanted you to do. This, this, this was an installation that I just created you. Can you not see art? What, like a Turner Prize? Yeah, can you not appreciate art when you, when you see it? Do um, you know, statistically, uh, gay men tend to have bigger penises than, uh, than heterosexual men? Which is kind of ironic when so many heterosexual men are bigger dicks
0: i didn't see how that could be possible who's done these statistics
1: the same people that told me mm. and i didn't mm. know because i love penguins but the same people that told me that penguins engage in necrophilia so
0: where are you going
1: with this? i'm sexing it up stephen it's all about the sex so you've had me naked very unappreciative by the way so you have my whole art installation Now I've got many, many, many sex facts for you that I shall drip, drip, drip in throughout the episode, such as, do you want to know one of my favourite penguin facts, actually, because I love penguins, and I knew this one before, so this isn't from from the art that I've created uh, for today's episode, thanks for the appreciation, Uh, this is one I knew already. Do you know that some female penguins engage in sex work, stroke prostitution, if you use the old-fashioned word? Where did you get that from? It's a, I, know, I know a lot about penguins. You can't just say, I know a lot. I want to know where they're coming from. It was talked to me by um, Peter the penguin keeper at London Zoo just last year when I was there last summer. Me and Peter, we had a good old chat, and he was he was telling me about the female penguins that in, engage in sex work, stroke, prostitution, if you use the old-fashioned word. I don't feel very enlightened. No, because you, what you've not done, which I thought, we'd, I thought we'd move beyond this, is you haven't done good co-presenting, good co-facilitating, and asked me to expand the idea further in order to oh. educate you. You've instead, in your head, uh, because, you, because the idea of a penguin working as a sex worker, you're struggling with. But instead, if you went into curiosity, rather than shut down, A, you would help the listeners, B, you would help yourself, C, you would help the world at large. Okay,
0: I'm profoundly uninterested in the sex life of penguins, but let's presume
1: there is a curious one slightly sad listener out there who may want to know more and is unable to Google it could you enlighten them? So some female penguins take themselves off to other nests and give sexual favors so that they can have they can take the pebbles from the others nests and so the so the so they put out for the bloke penguins and then the bloke penguins give them a little pebble they take the pebble away and put it in their nest.
0: Mm, well, that was interesting. How does that make the world
1: a better place it's a sex fact if we were all better educated sexually we wouldn't be in the shit pit that we're in with STIs and and teenage pregnancy rates and generally men treating women and each other very badly so this podcast how
0: is that that connected to female penguins
1: it's sex education it's a different way of being it's diversity You can't just say that men and women behave badly because they haven't got any sex education because they don't know that
0: female penguins work like sex workers.
1: You can't say that. I I think you're squashing ideas together now. I think what you're doing is you're taking something that I said out loud with my words and reflecting it back to me and trying to make it sound silly, whereas when I said it, it sounded really profound. Yeah, which is what you do to be constantly. (laughs) Um, The problem with being naked, obviously, that I put my glasses somewhere I would not have thought that you were uncomfortable with with nakedness and nudity I wouldn't have thought about you I'm just uncomfortable (laughs) with other people's naked nudity that I don't particularly want to look at fair enough did you know no Alfred Kinsey was able to insert the bristle side of a toothbrush into his urethra. Of course, he was the biggest sex researcher ever. So that's amazing. He also collected wasps. I don't think those ideas are connected. Why is that amazing? Oh, well, it's because he's teensy. So He did all of these amazing things, but then he was busy sticking a toothbrush up his penis. Don't you think that's a bit of a head mess? And not only that, he collected wasps. What if one got stuck in the toothbrush? Why
0: would the, why would the wasps be around the toothbrush?
1: Well, if you've got 5,000 wasps, where are you keeping them? Chances are one's going to get in the bathroom.
0: If somebody is interested in other people's sex lives, I don't see there any reason why they shouldn't have their own personal sexual
1: pleasures and habits, which maybe involve toothbrushes. I don't think that's amazing at all. Listen, I like your open, your faux-fay liberal open. No, it's not. It's not fay. Fae, fae about it. It's a serious question. It Wasn't a question. It was a statement. Comment statement. <laughs> And your job as a co-presenter, as I've just been told, is to respond because of the curiosity that is obviously bubbling up inside you. I'm trying to respond, but it's really difficult when the person that you're working with can't even put his words in the right order or use the right words. It's really tough because, of course, co-presenting is about respect. You know that uh, dolphins masturbate uh, by wrapping uh, eels around their penis until they come all over
0: the eel. You're really desperate, aren't you? You've had such a dry period you're virtually living it through me in this podcast. <laughs> is that what's happening? Most people log on their computer and look at some videos.
1: I'm not really into porn, though. Porn doesn't really do it for me.
0: So podcast does, does it? Oh, yeah, certainly
1: with you. Uh, this is the whole point of you suggesting we do a podcast together, is because you knew you were going to get a really dry sexual spell And the only
0: way you're going to be able to really get yourself was to do a a podcast like this.
1: No, I had no intention of, well, I mean, I I guess we did Life and Death and we did KFC and we did Friendship. So the next logic.
0: Where's where's KFC come from? I've never heard you
1: mention KFC before. Do you listen to anything in any of our episodes?
0: How many episodes have I listened to about 500 times this week? Oh, all of them, I think. Do you know how tiring your voice is?
1: Do you know what aulophilia is? A-U-L-O. It's
0: probably something to do with the ear. No, it's
1: actually the sexual arousal caused by the sound of flutes. (laughs) I don't see how this is adding to anything,
0: other than showing that people have diverse sexual turn-ons.
1: I'm sexing the episode up like you asked me to. We're taking it to the next level. We're we're getting down, we're getting dirty. You know, apparently one spoonful of sperm contains about five calories. You've just got a list of
0: things that you're reading, haven't you?
1: No, it's all in my head. Uh, So the Humboldt penguin, they like to have sex in their own poo. They're from South America, by the way. And one of the reasons they like to have sex in their own poo is because they live on the Rocky Mountains and obviously it's easier to kind of relax into a pile of poo than it is into some jaggedy rocks. Dolphins bond with their guy dolphin mates. So of all the animals in the world, we've just got dolphins and penguins today yes next week is gorillas and the week we after turn. is armadillos basically yeah. along with along yeah. the review section and along with uh, indulgent gloat uh, genuine promote i'm going to do a sex fact section in order to increase the relationship and sexual language of the society that we live in i've i've made it i've decided it's my mission to improve people's love language
0: you really are desperate aren't
1: you uh, I think if there's any desperation, it's in the co-presenter-producer stroke producer, that sent the message with a little, expressing a little bit of anxiety, that it, that it was getting a bit samey. I think that's desperate. Yeah.
0: And you agreed?
1: No, I didn't agree. I said, let's talk about it. Uh, <laughs> so we're talking about it. I've brought it to the episode. I'm reflecting back to you, your anxiety and your insecurity in a quirky and creative way through the medium of sex toys i'm not interested in what you're saying according to thought catalogue one who who founded thought catalogue Uh, what are its aims if you click the about uh, link okay just give me one second
0: By which time you've lost half the audience
1: Sure, but you've interrupted what was going to be a really interesting anecdote because no, it wasn't. because you're struggling with status and input today. Because yet again you're faced with beauty at you and youth and intelligence. I am I am struggling this morning because I had to come on here at quarter to eleven in the morning because I got I got a message at six forty six this morning which woke me up saying oh there's a pause in episode three we need to cut. I then couldn't get back to sleep. And now I'm
0: very tired and the first thing I get is you wearing no clothes and I'm expected to react and be witty. Each
1: week you get what you've asked for, you get what you deserve, you get what you invite. Can we talk about your bed health, Grandad? Why is your mobile phone in your bedroom? So who, who sends messages at 6.46am on a Saturday? Uh,
0: somebody well, else. apart from you. Well,
1: yeah, I, don't, I can't answer that question. Anybody that got up at Hubas 4 and started doing work kind of a little while after Habas 4. Um, so in future, if you're going to leave your phone on, can you let me know? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. It's 6.46am and there is a chance this may have woken you. And if it has, I'm really, really sorry. But I got up before 30 this morning because I'm a manic weirdo. And I've been listening to episode one and there's a pause I'd like cutting. According to Thought Catalog, one out of every 10 European babies is conceived on an Ikea bed. What a fact is that, hey? It's not a fact at all. It's a boring fact because loads of people have Ikea beds. So the chance of babies being conceived, conceived on an Ikea bed is really high. Can you give me an example of an interesting fact?
0: Well, I'm, no, I'm, you're the one that is enjoying giving
1: out facts and I haven't been interested by any of them so far. And if I haven't been, as we all know, has anyone else? Well, that's it, isn't it? Because apparently, if you're not, if you're too stupid to understand something I've said, apparently nobody else can. One of my favourite, and my favourite ever said on the podcast. <laughs> not a lesson that you've learned, is it? No, absolutely. I'm gonna ask you something, something now. Yeah, go. On. In this moment, let's try and strive for a bit of authenticity and integrity. No, we don't use that word, do we? Moist, sorry, a bit of moist, authenticity and integrity. Uh, and I want you to have the honest, your honest, honest, heartfelt reaction to this fact that I am about to give you. So no play, no comedy. I want you to honestly have your honest, heartfelt, moist, authentic reaction to this fact. You're going to do it closed? Oh, uh, yeah. I do it however you want me to. However, whatever's going to give you, whatever's going to allow you to stop your defensiveness and allow you to be fully present in our relationship uh, without any of the fighting and, and the poking and the banter and the sniping. Just want you to be real with me, just for one moment. Let's do this. Go on then. Four popes have died during sex.
0: Sorry, I don't, how, how do you want me to
1: react? I want you to, does that not blow you up? They're popes. There's popes
0: that had children. But
1: they're not supposed to have sex. But they did. But they're not supposed to! And not only are they not supposed to have sex! Is this supposed to be news?
0: Is this really, really supposed to be news? Who is Lucretia Borgia? The daughter of a Pope. Who is Cesare Borgia? The brother of Lucretia, son of the same Pope. Did
1: did he die during sex? No, but everybody knew their father had sex and was the Pope. But did he die during the sex? Uh, No, he died of old age not really the same thing then is it
0: yeah but he had sex because he had children
1: that's generally how it works but good i'm glad we're back on the sex education because that was supposed to be the point you i'm what you're saying that the only way that the shockingness is that they died having sex as opposed to the fact that they had sex full stop when
0: they shouldn't have done because they produced children which is more shocking what's the point are you trying to make the, the catholic church is based on a culture of... no You're going into teaching
1: mode now. Look, your hand's going up and down by your ear and your glasses are on and you've got that little furrow between your eyes. Don't start tutoring me. The Catholic Church, based on a culture of hypocrisy and this whole nonsense idea of asexuality and abstinence, which is corrupt by its very nature, which is why an awful lot of priests then end up fiddling with children. Well, we all know that. Just because we know it, like, okay, we all knew that Jimmy Savile was fiddling with everybody and none of us did anything about it. No, we
0: didn't all know it. A lot of people knew, but not everybody. It wasn't as well known. Go back to Renaissance, 15th, 16th century Italy. Everybody knew who the Pope's children were. Talk to the man of the
1: street about Jimmy Savile. No. In, when we were in the playground in the 80s, we were making jokes about Jimmy Savile and we were like 12. Well, I wasn't. I didn't know. We, I was watching Jimmy Fix It every uh, week. You were in the UFC by that point, weren't you? You'd, I think you'd won your first title belt by that point. Did you know that average healthy man has enough sperm to impregnate every woman in the world? Not that a lot of men would want to do that, but that's quite a lot of sperm. Especially if you think that there's five calories in each bit of sperm. That's quite a lot of calories.
0: Just...
1: Tell me something about women. All it's been on about men so far. 6,000 to 8,000 nerve endings in the clitoris. Doctor's yeah, I knew that. You didn't say, tell you something you didn't know. Uh, Direct correlation between creativity and uh, female orgasms. Who came up with that? Niagara Wolf in Vagina. You should read it, Stephen. It's a beautiful book. That caught you out, didn't it? What with me having some facts behind my
0: facts. Well, (laughs) it is just for somebody who accuses me of isms. There's a lot of vagueness going on in all your facts, like Peter the Zookeeper. Peter the
1: zookeeper is not a vague fact. That was the man. And actually wasn't. He's a friend of Steve the cleaner. Yeah, he is. isn't he? No, he's not. And it wasn't. It was actually Peter the penguin keeper. So if you're going to talk about people, do it properly. Peter the penguin keeper and I had a good chat this time last year. Because, and this is true, uh, I wanted to design a penguin park for my old flat. Because I love penguins. So I designed a penguin park. So I was doing a bit of research about getting some house penguins. So me and Peter had a good chat about it and I discovered lots of things that I didn't know. I designed designed this house. So I had a balcony in my last flat. It's about a metre deep. So I I designed a water park for the penguins where basically I could keep them because the wall was about two metres high and obviously penguins can't fly so they wouldn't be able to fly away. Uh, So this big aqua park I designed. Now
0: there's an interesting fact. I didn't know that. Penguins can't fly.
1: So there I am designing my penguin park. My housemate was up for it because uh, he thought it was a well quirky idea. It was his place. I was renting from him. Turns out, actually, difficult to, to buy a house penguin or a penguin to keep in the house. Probably illegal. Well, you need a license. That's the thing. And you can only buy them from licensed breeders. Not a problem per se, although the only licensed breeders are zoos, obviously. I didn't know that um, penguins suffer from mental and emotional health difficulties in their less collective than 20 so penguins need to be and this is going to be your pub quiz question in a second stephen penguins need to be in a collective what is it what's the name of the collective for penguins uh, of at least 20 otherwise they get depressed so then i'm like do i really want 20 house penguins by the time peter the penguin keeper and i had finished the conversation he made it pretty queer probably that um pretty queer did he made it pretty queer <laughs> he made it pretty queer that uh, I wouldn't be able to get 20 house penguins. What is the collective of penguins? Do tell me. I'm sure we've got uh, an audience on the edge of their rocking chairs. Do good co-presenting. Let's play what's the collective of penguins. You can have five guesses. A huddle. Good guess. Not right. Um, A flock. A colony. Not bad guess. Not right. A waddle of penguins. Uh, you won absolutely nothing because you didn't find the answer, but I like some of your suggestions. And what is the answer? The answer is a packet. What is here? There isn't a connective thing. Because you distracted yourself by going on the interweb rather than paying attention and staying fully present with your co-presenter and staying in the moment, which we've talked about, rather than staying in the relationship and staying in the moment, you went onto your electronics like any other teenager, got distracted. You missed a very good joke. What was the joke? It's a packet.
0: Not a packet.
1: No, but that is a very good joke if you want to talk about the collective of penguins. Now I've done it three times. It's no longer funny. Can you see how you're wrecking this podcast? There isn't a collective... I not get
0: the joke. There isn't.
1: No, that's because it's a joke. Go on to list. If you Google collective... There isn't.
0: ...nouns... Establish this. ...penguins. Suggestions are... Colony crash, huddle parade, parcel, raft, rookery, waddle. But there is no mention of the possibility of it being a packet.
1: No, that was a joke for the fifth time. It was a joke. There is no collective packet. Was a joke. It's a very funny joke. Do you not remember packets of penguins? Well, the chocolate biscuit. Oh well done. We're there. Look at the light bulb. It's there. Woo! We're there. Yeah, but that's a chocolate biscuit. That's not a penguin. I feel like there's black like and white bird that you're talking about. It's hard. You, why, would you buy, why would you have to have a license and um, build a pool in your flat for a load of chocolate biscuits? That's a really valid question. That's a very valid question. Do you know that in the 50s, people used to think that Coca-Cola had contraceptive properties and women... Yeah, it's, you see, the great thing about these sexual facts is that when you don't want to answer something, you can quickly drop in a sexual fact. You didn't ask me a question. You asked me a rhetorical nonsense question about what you, where you were trying to cover the fact that you didn't get the joke about the packet of chocolate penguins. I got that bloody joke. You didn't get the fact that I got the joke and wasn't letting on. So these women uh, in the 50s used to rinse their vaginas out after sex with Coca-Cola thinking it had contraceptive properties. I'm sure women used to rinse their vaginas out with lots of different things, thinking they had contraceptive properties. Semen being one of them. Or, um, yeah, I can't think of anything else. <laughs> Come on, let's have another one. Let's have another uh, one. When you lost your virginity, Stephen. How old was I when I lost my virginity? Well, it depends what you mean by losing your virginity. Uh, how old were you when you lost your man o man virginity? man on man like the, the gay stuff. The baking stuff. So
0: it didn't matter what we were doing, as long as it was
1: two men together baking something. <laughs> exactly. Rock cake, cornflake cakes, bread. It all counts if you were naked or there was some fumbling of some sort. I don't mean kneading. I know 20, Twenty, twenty-one of you. I Can't remember. And was there? Because I don't know this about you. This is interesting. And um, did you? Did, was there any uh, ever any female action with you? No. Uh. Uh, so, yes, so you're, there's a lot of things you don't know about me. No, no, of course it is. It's because we have a relatively new family. <laughs> and we wasted a lot of it on grief um, and being miserable. Uh, I, what I was going to ask you before you rudely interrupted me was, um, how old were you when you knew you were gay? Well, I find that a difficult... Well, how, how old... Okay, do you mean how old did I know what the word gay meant and applied it to myself or how old was I when I realised I had feelings towards people of the same sex? You know what? I wanted to have a funny response to that, but actually it's a very good question. Uh, so I it's won't. a
0: good question. That's why I bloody asked it. Well, a lot of
1: the questions you ask are a bit shit. So, uh, so that, you know, that one was good. Um, I'd like, I'd like a bit of both in whatever order you want to do it. Second question would then the answer probably be about you know, six or seven something maybe. yeah about six or seven six or
0: seven you knew That I had feelings towards uh, other people of the same sex and actually realizing I was gay again I'd probably be about twenty nineteen twenty that's quite it's nice. no it's no good doing that you know that look that I'm really interested in what you're saying look nodding head
1: because people can't see it. You've got a little bit of impatience. I'm saving you because I know it's, I know the point is, Darren, it's got a, the, the conversation's got serious now. And I know it takes a little bit of time in your head because you've got to slow down and be thoughtful and you're not used to that because you know, it's bam, 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 funny, funny answer with you, ha, ha, ha. You're slowing down, you've got to process these things because you're not very that bright really. And so when the conversation gets like this, You cover up hiding a lot of facial expressions, while your little brain is like the little kids going round, 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 trying to work out what the answer is, and it's not interesting for the audience because they just not imagine or hold anywhere in your consciousness or being that actually what's happening is that I am loving and respecting you and asking you quite deep and profound things, so I'm giving you and your answers the space and the importance. That they deserve rather than bang bang banging yeah. and coming back coming back with a spiky nonsense. Yeah, but the trouble is when you give these when you give these marvellous, beautiful uh, reflective pauses for me, this all this matter space, what happens is I then miss out some of cutting some of those pauses the edits, and I get messages at 6:46 AM saying in episode three there is too long a pause, can you cut it?
0: So you presumably just grown up confused the whole of your life because of the alternate sexuality. What does that even mean?
1: Uh, now I knew who I was from quite a young age. So you didn't start baking
0: cookies and realize you wanted to be baking a cake halfway through? I oh, mean no, you don't bake, do you? You don't understand this analogy, do you? Because you don't bake, you cook. Should we do a cooking analogy instead?
1: Go on, have a little attempt at a cooking analogy.
0: Well, you know, it's like I'm cooking a meat pie and I'm fairly in because it's a meat pie. And now I fancy a bit of veg in my meat pie, but if I put the veg in, it's a veg and meat pie. And then it all gets a bit complicated, doesn't it? Because do you call it a meat pie or do you call it a veg pie? Or do you call it a meat and veg pie?
1: I'd call it a meat and veg pie. Or do you call it a, meat veg call it a meaty veg pie or a veggie meat pie? That would be ridiculous. Let's see why. That's that would that's. Would be ridiculous that would that's the sort of thing that you go and work in the city for a pr company and get paid hundreds of thousands of pounds a year take cocaine uh in one of those made-up jobs uh so no i would have three pies so i'd have my meat pie i'd have my meat and veg pie and i'd have a veg pie because i i like a bit of veg you'd have three yeah how does that relate to human beings get into a very interesting conversation about gender you thought we were going to get sex back then.: No. I'm tired of the sex facts. Each time I get you them, again, uh, I get rejected. It's only so many times you can make sexual advances towards somebody and be rejected. It's like ultimately it starts to impact on your self-esteem and your self-worth.
0: Why, as I was told that I take no place in your fantasies with an F or a PH, are you now making sexual advances?
1: I'm up in the game like I was asked to. Can you sex it up? Can we sex it up? We should talk about this. I wasn't sure whether you meant the podcast or our relationship so what I'm trying to do is is through today's episode is make sense without asking you explicitly because that would be inappropriate in front of our listeners whether you when you sent me the text about sexing it up uh baby you said at the end I wasn't sure um whether that was about our relationship or whether it was about the podcast
0: Oh, writing a text to you "When shall we sex up the next text, baby?" No, <laughs> we need
1: to, we need to sex it up. Can we talk, baby? <laughs> I'm not, Except, sorry, go on. I'm still stuck on the meat and the meat and the veg and the veg. Well, it sounds like you're very clear because you cut the. Well, you never even went the other way. You said, "Oh, well, did you know?" In fact. The biggest consumers of transgender porn, the biggest consumers of transgender porn, are heterosexual men. Yeah, I did. But then I would question how heterosexual those heterosexual men are. Oh well, yes, indeed. On a scale of one to ten. <laughs> indeed. Uh, I think you may have got a bit literal with the, with your own analogy. I was just saying, uh, why would you not have three pies?
0: Yeah, we're talking about you specifically, though. See, I like all of the pies. The meat and veg and the veg and the meat.
1: Yeah. Give me all of the pies, but don't give me me. (laughs) cooked (laughs)
0: meat.
1: I was talking about pies. Have you had sex this week, then, Stephen? Uh, That was me trying to elbow in, how was your week? But I don't think that's the right question.
0: That um, <laughs> was a <all> week. <laughs> well your week apparently right? was sitting in the garden frying your um, computer and phone.
1: That was yeah, sensible. I overheated, then my computer overheated. Uh, I got really annoyed in there. It, it was like the universe was trying to tell me to relax whereas actually I just wanted to get stuff done. So then I took myself in and had a surreal conversation with a really good friend of mine when I told them off for being indoors and not out in the sun. And they said to me, where are you? I said, I'm indoors, Uh, and they said, do you not think that's hypocrisy? I said, did you know that four popes uh, died during sex? And
0: and a lot of popes had children. Yeah,
1: that's what they said, and then they said, do you know you're deflecting from a difficult conversation with a really trivial and interesting fact? I said, you sound like Stephen Thompson. They told me to fuck off. We finished the call, we're no longer speaking. Shall we do the promotion? No, no, hang on, hang on. Do we flip the coin before, before the jingle or after the jingle? I can never remember. What are you doing? Genuine promote or indulgent gloat.
0: Now we flip the coin.
1: What is it, Stephen Thompson? Heads. Heads it is. So genuine promote. Just give me a second. My genuine promote for today is clone a willy or clone um, a pussy? Basically, there's this amazing thing where you can cast. Uh, that's that's. This is according to Love Honeys website. Um, and basically, you with silicone you make a little clone, and uh, and the um, the penis one vibrates. Unfortunately, the pussy one doesn't vibrate. However, they're both really uh, brilliant, fun things I think to do with with somebody else. And then, you know, for couples that have got a long-distance relationship or somebody's going away or anything like that, I mean, it'd be a a brilliant idea, wouldn't it? So that is my genuine promote for today. Clone a willy or clone a pussy. Uh, I was looking at Love Honey's website. I'm sure they're all over the place. Have you actually used this yourself? I haven't cloned my willy. So can we
0: say that's a genuine genuine promote?
1: I'm going to say it's a genuine aspirational promote. Does that fit your remit or do you want to do your own promotion? I'm doing my own promotion because that's just boring my genuine promote is a podcast which i have to admit is i do have a little bit of a connection with because i know the man that runs it <laughs> called behind the spine by mark haywood
0: awesome.
1: and it's sort of backstage stories uh, around writing and books and things so sort of slightly offbeat things fairly recently he's done a interview with ita o'brien who is the intimacy coordinator uh for the sex scenes on normal people and sex education. Um I've heard a talk separately, I think I heard a talk on Woman's now, but I haven't actually heard this interview. Um she is very, very interesting and and what she does is obviously very important. So I would like to recommend that. So that's the podcast is called Behind the Spine and the man that runs it is called Mark Haywood, H-E-Y-W-O-D. Uh, and it's the podcast with Ita O'Brien at ITA O'Brien. That sounds amazing. Uh, you say that every week whenever i do a promotion you always say that uh, amazing can you think of a different word other than amazing last week i very really
0: is your go-to word isn't it amazing
1: notice how whenever i express my feelings again listeners how they are criticized suppressed oppressed repressed beaten down uh it's difficult it's really hard made me ill um I was going to say that sounds amazing. Uh, that sounds like an amazing, but I'm really into listening to that. Can I just check though? Have you listened to it?
0: No, I said I've heard her speak on oh, Woman's no. Hour. So
1: I have heard her and I did say, and I know I've criticized you because you haven't cast your own with it, but I, I do have a connection with him and I have heard her speak and I just would say, but I have not heard the two of them speak together specifically on this podcast. That is a much more genuine promotion and an educational one than your stupid one. Again, with the insults, I think that is no more genuine than mine. But I think they're both genuine, and I think they both warrant a place in this episode. So I don't want to see no cutting. Uh, they both they both stand firm as genuine promotes. Yes, I haven't cast my own willy, but you know what? You've not listened to the podcast yet, and yet we have faith in these things. That's what faith is. It's a nonsense. We just have it. It's just there inside us actually Darren Cheek you've been quite nice to me this podcast well I think it's because we got naked together
0: (laughs) I'd just like to say here that I did not get naked at the beginning of this session
1: I think you got emotionally
0: oh emotionally naked a brief
1: moment admittedly can I give you my favorite sex fact no And I felt, in my nakedness, I felt fragile and vulnerable. Nobody asked you to come. I've got very ambivalent feelings about letting you finish.
0: No one pays me to do this, you know. That was Nothing to See Here with Stephen and Darren, the sex episode. I'm going back to my baking. Thank you for listening
1: we've had our first tweet it says what is darren doing literally emotionally logically physically existentially and can you mention agatha christie make some stroppy bake bakes and you can't stop me